We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another rousing edition of the Miami Heat Beat Postgame Show. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas. And with me today, we have our unincarcerated intern, Pablo. What's up, guys? <laughs> how, does it, how does it feel like being free? Oh, it feels great, man. It, for once in my life, I'm free. For once in his life, it's free. Um, also joining us, who I, I believe is having a little bit of camera difficulty, is Siobhan. Bon, can you hear us? Yes, hello. Is. She's Hi back. people, what's up? That was uh, that was one of the best. That was one of the second halves of all time. <laughs> Definitely. So let's kind of go through the um, the piss me off the the whole proceedings, shall we? So <laughs> Miami has a very plucky underdog first half. A very look at these guys handing it to one of the best teams in the league, underhanded fighting for every inch that they have, playing hard, playing together. Wow, Kevin Love is really good, isn't he? Oh, look at that. But, you know, Bam switching on to SGA and, and, and it's frazzling the thunder. Wow, the heat zone. They're really onto something, right? All these, like, <laughs> elements. And then the third quarter happens. And, Bon, what happened? Because it, it really it got away from them. And we'll talk about how they got it back. But that's where it started to get. It got away from them to a point that Oklahoma City was just like cruising from them. I think that we have differing opinions. Um, some of it, a, a large portion of it for me was, and, and I don't mean to, to, to like harp on or to like shit on the dude, but I hated Tyler's process the whole third. And it sucks so much because without a point guard, he is the one who's going to have the ball in his hand so much. And he... And it's, it's hard to kind of qualify if you've never kind of experienced something like it happening to you before. But, like, they'll be in the process of, like, trying to do some things and come back. And 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 it's, it's so frustrating with him because he'll be part of the comeback. Like, he'll make a shot or he'll do something well. And it's something that feels like it clicks in his head that, all right, I did this thing good. So now, like, the next – five shots or the next five possessions I need to be actively involved in. And it happens so much. And it, it's such a, like, 
I'm calling it an energy sucker and I'm trying to find a more polite way to say it, but it's such a drainer. Like it's such a, a stymier of your own momentum. And then it feeds the other team's momentum, taking bad shots, pressing. So you're taking bad shots, getting misses, teams are getting runouts. You're also taking your teammates out of the process and the energy that you felt in the first half when they were being uh, quote unquote plucky is because it was a group effort. Like people felt, you know, collectively involved. And I, I hated the process in the third. We stopped the Tyler Kevin Love pick and roll was working either with Kevin as a roller or we were getting some dribble penetration from the wings. We were getting cuts and then we just completely go away from that because now it's time. Like I got to do it. All right. We got here like this was cute, but like it's go time for me now. And I hated it. Pablo, do you do you do you kind of do you agree with Bond? Where do you stand on on kind of Tyler's third quarter? I agree with Bond completely, and I just I just hate how he will start really good like the first half. He'll look really good, and then the third quarter he just starts forcing really bad shots, shots that aren't needed. You can he's already scored twelve points in the first quarter. Play make a little bit in the beginning, and then the shots are going to come to you. But instead, he starts to force shots, and then he gets frustrated. He probably gets frustrated and starts forcing even even worse shots because he wants to see the ball go inside the basket, and all that does is hurt the team. And if he were to just play, I think play make a little bit more, then I think his process in the third quarter in the second half would just be a lot easier for him. But that's what he's doing in the first two, and I like be wanting to give Tyler his credit. Like I'll tweet when Tyler is doing, but like Tyler, do you look good right now? And then it just goes to shit. I'm like seven for twenty one. He had been on seventeen points for such a long stretch in the second half. I don't remember when the last Tyler bucket was, but it's such. Ugh. Chat's mad. Chat's mad at Josh. Chat's mad Josh at Tyler. Sucked. I'm tell you something. <laughs> uh, I'm, listen. I, I there's a certain I know y'all missed a certain someone today. I'm not gonna say names, but I know judging by the guard play today, <laughs> I it was a little certain someone you wish you wish was around. Huh? Huh? How, <laughs> how, how, does, how does it feel, people? How does it feel? Um I, I don't disagree with a lot of what you guys are saying. I, I think that ultimately, you know, with kind of their their very shallow guard depth, you know, they gotta rely on guys like Tyler and Josh on nights like these where there's nobody behind them. And I do think that you know, Tyler was a huge part of why they got back in the 30s. The reason why they lost a part of why the lead got away from them. I thought Bam too as well offensively, but you know, it was a, it was a team effort on kind of OKC because it was on both ends, right? Yeah. And OKC was running out, leaking out, getting those long rebounds and going, all that stuff. But you know, Miami, you know, they got back in the game when Bam sat, and it was Tyler and Love and Jovich. And Highsmith, you know, competing, playing hard. Highsmith had a bunch of shots. But, I, I mean, a lot of that was off Tyler creation. A lot of that was, like, kind of going. And I do think he played a little bit of, like, too much one-on-five. And that's just kind of who he is. He's just going to do that sometimes. But there's also, like, the play in the fourth quarter where he's trying to be, like, you know, after the really, really bad leaning three, which we'll talk about right now, you know, he had a, a pass that he, like, passed it to, like, Highsmith on the baseline. And I was like, I just straight up rather Tyler take the contested shot than, like, give like a Highsmith long two in that shot. And, and, you know, like, and I don't, and that's just kind of their offense doesn't work well right now, particularly, I mean, they're down two and a half starters, right? Like Jimmy and Lowry and Caleb aren't there. Those are guys that help your offense in a lot of ways. Those are like probably three of your guys that do the most of your handling outside of Tyler as well. So it's like, you have all those elements, but 
the three at the end of, of the game there, the leaning three, everyone knows it. Now, my initial reaction was, you know, watching it in real time, Bond, I was like, that was such an awful look. <laughs> Only explanation is he felt that he got touched. So he put it up. And on the replay, Giddy kind of gets his lower body with, with the hands. I don't think it was enough contact to justify a foul, and he shouldn't have taken the shot. And I saw Cardelliana in our chat earlier said, yes, he was fouled. Yes, it was a bad shot. Where are you on that? Because it was like, damn, bro, like, you guys got back in the game and you had a chance. If you get fouled, then st- then plant, like stay in one spot, go up vertically and let the contact be exaggerated because of the fact that you're standing still. You giving all of that extra lean doesn't sell the, the foul in a way that you think that it would because it just looks so out. I don't think he and- could stop. I actually, I actually don't think he could stop. And he probably and, and that's fair too. And, and and yes, he was flying off the handoff really hard. It was a you know right foot, left foot kind of stepping into it. But like I just I hate that shot. And it, it just was such a punctuation of we've made this hellified. We run. had just had the conversation in our chat too. We've done and I, look at this. See what happens. Like that shit was so funny. They we're we're down six. We do all of this shit to kind of get back. And then stuff like that. And then like, oh, well, fuck it. And then you just completely lose. And and they're in there. I, and I won't act like there isn't something to, well, someone has to take the shot. They had worked it a little bit in that possession. It started at like a minute. It had gotten down to like 41 seconds. I still think that they could have gotten something a bit cleaner. But I understand like what well, shit, you know, someone has to take it, but not like that. And that yeah. is, again, just goddamn. And like the stuff that was working in the first, like I, I know you were talking about like the guard depth. And I hear that, and I, I genuinely understand that. But, again, we went away from some of the forward work that was working. Jovich and changes the way that the ball kind of moves and, and, and how touches kind of happen. And he was doing – I don't – man, I just he have closed. a lot of thoughts. I mean, he, 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 he did. He did. But he played like, over 30 minutes. Like, I, I yeah, don't – Yeah. I, I, I know. No, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about, like, when that Duncan and Josh stretch. And I'm not – I mean, they just have – those lineups now because they're missing yeah. so many guys that you're just going to have lineups yeah. and you look, I mean, like, again, they have lineups that it's, you know, Kevin Love, uh, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, Jovich. And I was like, how, how is this team supposed to survive on defense? Like, and, and really uh, with your SPO, like you don't have a lot of answers. Right. And like the thunder, you know, in the, I mean, the whole game really, we're just getting into the paint. I mean, Miami got, I don't have the, the paint points in front of me. I can imagine Miami got clobbered in the paint. Because nobody could contain, and the help was just like I don't want to say non-existent, but it was like it was soft. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like Jovic is not. I mean, Jovic had a, a couple pretty bad fouls and a couple like blown rotations, but he's young, and that's not like his fault. But it's like you're put in this position where it's like if Jovic messes up, who's gonna who's gonna get his back? Kevin Love, yeah, you know, Tyler Duncan. It's like none of them. No, you know what I mean? So this this thing, and they're deep. They're deeper than they've ever been. But the most important guys are missing time. And you can string together a couple cute wins against, you know, the Lakers and all these other teams that aren't so good. But when you play a real team, it's hard, man. You get you again, you have the probably get the plucky first half into whatever this was. Yeah. And it's and I want to go back to the hero shot. I just feel like those shots he's taking, he's he's kind of like just shooting regular shots as a fadeaway 
So like he just he's he spreads his legs so out and then he doesn't really land like on, on a stable base. So he's I feel like he's always trying to draw a foul when he's shooting a jump shot. And then I just feel like on that last shot, it's just like it was so forced. You could have easily found someone instead of taking he that. He should have taken the first pull up, but I think that he scared himself that he didn't want to do that. And I and, was fine with him not doing it because I said to myself, I tell you, you don't have to take that one. And then I he took one. Too, but I thought of what you said. Take the first one. Not yeah. That. His decision making in, in the clutch it really hasn't been there this season. And that shot was just a perfect a perfect example of, of our fourth quarters. And yeah. I just I don't we could have easily had a better shot. Even that first shot from Hero probably would have been a way better shot. Than that that contested one at the like with Giddy on his side. Now I I think that a team that has such a limited kind of capability for their offense, I think like nitpicking like every shot, like the Bam shot that nobody liked, that little jab step to like jump shot against Holgren that he missed uh, late in the fourth. Everyone's like, that's a bad shot, and I agree it's a bad shot. I didn't like it, but also like man, he was like he was so hot that stretch. And he's like, fuck it. I'm going to let it rip. And I'm okay with that. And I think that, like, sometimes, like, you just got to let dudes be like, I think I, I think I can make this and take it. Because if not, what you have is just a bunch of dudes that are – because we've had the offense that it's a bunch of dudes scared to shoot. And I don't like that either. At least these guys yeah. are, are taking – at least all of Bam in particular is taking shots. Tyler, I don't think you want him a little, like, trigger happy. I think you I – don't, I don't think you want him not trigger happy. You need a, You need a play finisher, but – Chat's mad at Josh. Who isn't? Rightfully so. My God. Um, Chat said, G, cheer up. The Sixers are losing to the Hawks. (laughs) (laughs) I got to be honest with you. That really does make me happy. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Look at that as well. Guys, full disclosure, I was telling Pablo and and Bond before the show, this is as tired as I am exhausted. I'm on fumes right now. I'm giving you the last 8% of what I have left. And I have to somehow pack, and I don't know if that's gonna happen. I may just, I, I, I may, I may, I may just figure it out later. But I'm on fumes. But that did make me happy. Thank you. So, uh, Josh, he stinks. Uh, yeah, Pablo, you don't like him. Bon, you, we were all complaining in the group chat uh, during the game. Cannot contain uh, the the rare turnover into foul in a four point three <laughs> seconds flat to end a quarter truly one of the worst five seconds i've ever seen since rick patino what do you uh what do you think of him Chat. Go ahead, Pablo. Said, uh, <laughs> giving us more than josh. <laughs> I, I josh that beginning of that fourth quarter was so bad to watch bro he was he was the only one taking shots and he was and he just kept breaking and breaking and he was like 0 for 5 to start the fourth quarter. Not to mention he gets cooked Pablo, every time. I'm so sorry. Somebody's like, I don't know what you guys want from Josh. Bro, a little containment, a little bit of don't get cooked off the dribble every time. A little bit of like, don't turn the fucking ball over off like a live ball turnover off an inbound. And then you fucking foul a guy with 0.5 seconds left. That's what we're asking for. And then he took that like ill advice. So he and this is the thing too. Like like you said, I don't want a bunch of guys who just don't want to do anything. But like there is something to like playing within yourself, and then like gradually like 
I feel like Josh's heat checks come too soon. Like he had yeah. a cool little mid range somewhere near the right nail. Fine, cool. Next possession or whatever the next possession he found himself open. It was like a, a high right wing three. Fine, whatever. I don't like his form. And so any of his threes stress me out with the way he like brings the ball up and stuff. And then, like you said, and then misses that, gets back and is hugging the back of whoever Bam is fronting. And then his guy hits that in the corner and he gives like no motion to try to contest. It's shit like that. Like you said, have some containment, have some discipline, have some like some, 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 something about yourself. The like, the problem we have with Josh is not that he's bad. It's not his contract. It's the fact that he plays so many important minutes and he doesn't do anything with them. He's just been a negative. I so wanna, yeah, he, I want to defend him. He doesn't not do important things. I think that he. I know, yes. I think he's been much better on offense than he has on defense, which is kind of shocking to me. I just, I just think he he was signed for defense and he's not giving the defense we signed him for. And he, and he plays a lot of important minutes for that defense. And it's just not there. And he's been and, a big issue why we suck at and point I think of today, attack. Like today, he's kind of thrust into like, a, okay, buddy, you're like literally the point guard today. Because he was creating. He was a lot of the, a lot of the worst minutes that they had was him running offense. And it was like him running offense with Bam on the without Bam on the floor without Tyler. On, it was it was just not it was not a pretty sight. And he cannot. I like and we talked about this when he was here the first time. He's a good player when he has a bent defense, but he can't yes. bend a defense. He's not so, a de- yes. <laughs> so he's doing this thing where it's like, all right, Josh, run pick and roll or like run, and that's that's unfortunately like not his game and that's not what he got brought in to do but ultimately we're not we're not the show right now is not being mad at those things where the, the show right now is and, and a lot of people is, is being mad at like you were brought here to play defense like i we can excuse like some of the offensive stuff because obviously like i think they thought they were getting lillard and i and i think that the, a lot of things were supposed to be different so he was kind of thrust into a role that yeah. i don't think that he was prepared to play but defending should be and that's where yes. he hasn't been so and i and would it, be fine to like forego the bits of offensive production he gives us for consistent steady like defensive work i don't i'm cool with his whatever offensive output give me more defense and you can take or leave the few catch and shoot opportunities so in in chat trevor he He's saying that Josh Discord is so heavy. The problem we're mad at the fact that he's not doing what we signed him for, like what he signed him for. Yeah, it's like, and I again, I, I I don't even disagree that, but it's like Spo plays him a lot of important minutes as Pop Pablo. Right. That was a great point that you said. He plays a lot of important minutes for them, and that's just unfortunate. Like he is, he doesn't he doesn't get exonerated because his contract is small the same way that i don't think that just because kyle's contract is big the criticism should be any different and i promise you in that locker room they all get fucking held accountable the same way so mm-hmm. i don't know why we, you guys are doing it different because and we not- have had guys on minimums and seasons prior who there have been super heavy discourse about so I, we can't have it both ways bro you don't think that the i mean We've gone through the whole song and dance about how great Spo is for two days after the the day and a half after if he signed 
congratulations to Spo for an eight year extension yeah. worth a lot mm-hmm. of money. Um, you know, unfortunately we can't celebrate that today. We're complaining about Josh Richardson and how much <laughs> to play him, but you know, everybody put up clips on how every former player talked about how that motherfucker held everybody accountable from LeBron to Norris Cole. You know what I mean? Like it didn't matter who you were and, and he gave it. So it doesn't matter how much you make it does that. That doesn't matter in that locker room. Maybe it matters to you guys, but it doesn't to them. And I, I don't think, I think viewing sports through an Excel sheet of salaries is like, not like, I don't know the starting point that I want to do, but I love you guys. Um, We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. And yeah, so that was that. Um, Jaime played well. <laughs> I, he, he did. Uh, he he yeah. uh, If he had dunked on Chet, if he had finished that dunk on Chet, I believe that, uh, and, and I read this um, in the CBA, he would have won rookie of the year. Uh, that was sure. that's like that's like a rule in the CBA. Yeah. So unfortunate that he missed that. That was a NBA bylaw. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll start with Pablo and I'll go to Bond, and then we'll we'll talk about Jovic and the show. Real quick, real quick, uh, his stuff in transition, I, I think, is like that, and and the post ups in the half quarter, like the two things that are like oxygen to this team. Yeah, and just hit. It's him and Jovic hit. Jaime pushes the tempo so much and it puts defenses on their on their feet. And it's something that almost no one on, on the team really does well outside of Jaime and Jovic. So when he once he goes on that fast break, he's just gonna he's gonna go to the basket every time and he's going up with force. And that gives a level of our he, that gives our offense something that we haven't really had in years past, in my opinion, from what I've seen. And it's yeah. just now you're gonna say? No, no, keep going. No, and then just just Jaime was just 
incredible as always. Like he was hitting threes today. It seems like he's he's out of his shooting slump. He hit three threes today. He hasn't been hitting lately. Big threes, by the way. Yeah. Like 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 yeah. hey, like can you stop a bleeding here? Can you yep. kind of extend this run a little bit? Yep. And it, it as as Chad says, I, I, I want to bring this up real quick. Jaime does finish on the fast break better than Hero and Bam. And I just think it shouldn't be that way because Hero is supposed to be our best scorer and Bam is our most unstoppable force. But Jaime is really the guy that finishes on the fast break much better than both of them. And I just think that's where his value is in. Bon, your son was huge today. Your son, uh, he again, the stuff in transition, I think was huge. The shooting was huge. I think the other thing is like they play him at a lot of different positions. And I think for a rookie, not having that like, you know, knowing exactly what you're going to do night in and night out is, is really tough. And I think he's adjusted to that. Well, I mean, today he started in the backcourt. Other times he starts at the four. Sometimes he starts in, in the middle at the three, like he's been everywhere. And, and, and that means guarding a lot of different people. I thought, you know, today was one of his better defensive games. Funny enough because of how uh, they got shredded, but like, I thought he was physical, was not scared of fouling and, and, and was physical uh, talk about a little bit on his end. And I thought in the zone he looked great, by the way, whenever they did run him in the zone. Yeah, I thought he moved well in the zone today. I think, um, you know, I agree. And you speaking about all of the different places that they start him at is a testament to his varied skill set. Like you said, they can play him out. They play him out of the extended block. Um, he is one of the best cutters on the team. He's one of the best, like, readers of when to cut and how to cut. He gets so many... He, he and Hamish get so many good, like, baseline cuts. Um, you know, I – Pablo looked like Princess Leia. Shout out to <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> um, I, I was – I liked his decision-making. I like his, you know, kind of his his effort, especially his aggression and transition. And to the fucking hero and Bam transition point, that – the Bam Jaime two-on-one. And Bam made a beautiful, like, super far out bounce pass to Jaime. But Chet was the dude that was back. I would have, and then Jaime gives it back, and Bam fumbles it, like trying to do whatever against someone little. Bam, that's a fantastic pass, but it's so much space to allow Chet to recover. I would have much rather Bam continued to draw Chet and then find a, a wrap around to Jaime or something of the effect. But it's it's baffling how poorly we execute um, transition opportunities. But yes, Jaime, and you said we we're going to get into Nicola. They do um you know give a lot of blood to the what can be a stagnant offense just by wanting to 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 thrust forward and on the break to your point about um to, to your point about the, about bam kind of taking chet out that's why i like some of their handoff stuff today because yeah. you know the, he was slipping off that handoff really quick and duncan had a really nice pass him for um for a, for a dunk in the fourth i was like the one good thing duncan did today and 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 then I think that kind of got him going because I think Eric Reed said it best. Like I think Bam's had enough, and yeah. it was kind of deep catch in the post, one dribble turnaround hook. Um, it was a tough finish. He had a couple kind of face up jumpers. He had another couple like two dribble drop step kind of looks. He had he's had the fadeaway going. So that's always great. Um, so I just want to give a quick shout out to Bam for that because he played not great for about, I think two and a half quarters, mm -hmm. and he really kind of brought it home uh so quick guys as so we get out of here uh bon i'll let you go and then pablo you can get the last word jovic again just gets minutes uh, and, and is just playing well 
it's going to be it's going to be really tough when everyone's healthy who's going to get squeezed out of the rotation because certainly he's earned it i thought of this one quote um watching him play today where norris cole i listened to norris cole on gilbert arenas's podcast and he kind of talked about what spolstra asks of guys and he's like very he's very direct and he's like listen norris you know if i know you may feel disrespected when they go under the screen but yeah. i can tell you if you take that pull up early in the clock you're just not gonna i'm gonna be straight with you you're not gonna get minutes and you need to you need to move the ball you need to find shooters you need to you'll get if you you do the right things and you will be able to stay on the floor i i, I can't guarantee it but i'm pretty sure that if you do these things you can stay on the floor and i i can't help but think of jovic in that because i think his game is a lot more in control I think he yes. doesn't feel as stressed where he's like, I really need to prove myself every time I get the ball because I, I want to play. I think that he's playing with a little bit of kind of mental clarity and freedom. And and I don't know, Bond, that's really what I thought about watching him play today. I felt like I was watching a man that has been free. I think so. And But, you know, he can't have that sense of kind of freedom or clarity with feeling like Nicola's uh, – Carlton says Nicola plays so happy, and I think that he does. But it, it's hard to do when you are, you know, constantly questioning if you're going to be pulled for, you know, certain types of mistakes. I like the way that he's – so he's visibly gotten stronger, but he plays with the strength more. I loved him um, attacking off the bounce out of the, the corner. I appreciated his confidence in just kind of taking the good threes. Um, I've loved him with Bam. And some of the big to big passing that they get, it's such a difference when you have a guy with an elevated sight line who can just get it there quickly without having to do, you know, six, seven fakes to get around a defender's length. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm happy that he's, you know, just kind of been given more space to um, play through some things. I think he's fouling much less than he was before. He's moving his feet a bit better um, in space. He has to get better. uh absorbing and, and knowing when to kind of take a bump and when not with his upper body defensively. Um, he and he and Jaime, I think, take contact and get displaced from the contact a little bit too much sometimes. Um, but I just it's it's been fun watching him, you know, like you said, play a little more stress fee stress free and just get out and, you know, and shout out to Eric for allowing him to, you know, kind of do some of the things that we've you know, kind of hypothesize that he'd be good at. Someone was saying that, like, they play him, when they were playing him down low earlier before, it was to try to force him to grow in that role to add two things, to add things to his game that he'd be better able to exploit. And I think Eric has done a better job since then of just letting him do kind of some of the things that he naturally is good at and then incorporating kind of some other stuff. Real quick before you go, Pablo, Jovic mm -hmm. plus 13 today. Josh minus nineteen, Duncan minus eighteen, and Kevin Love minus fourteen. But um, oh, I don't listen to that Kevin minus. Yeah, I think I think part of that was he was in both times that the lead went to shit, and I don't think it's his fault. I think it was, <laughs> Not his fault. It was a product of. I mean, I, yeah, I think it, I think it's his fault in the sense of like he's also like not a plus defender, so it's like sure. he was like he was part of sure. the weak chain. But yeah, I mean, he was he played a great game, and I, I'm so happy about Kevin. Uh, but yeah, but so, I do think the Josh and Duncan numbers were telling, and the, the Jovic yeah. number feels right. Go ahead, Pablo. With Bond hit everything on the mark with Jovic, so I really don't have much to say because she said everything I wanted to say. But I do want to. Well, welcome to being a member of Miami Heat beat. 
sorry. <laughs> no, no, but it it just leads me to I just want to like end off like this. So some a chatter in chat said that Duncan does need some blame for tonight. But the thing about Duncan, he had a bad game, but he doesn't have a lot of bad games in a row like Jay Rich does. There's there's been games where Duncan has single-handedly saved the game for the Heat. So like we should we're we're gonna come to expect this from Duncan every now and then, but we're not gonna it's not gonna happen every game. He's gonna always try his best on defense, but when he's on, he's one of the best players on the Heat. And the same can be said about Jay Rich. And I also just- wanna say like the idea of like blaming someone. It's not it's not what it's yeah. about. It's not yeah. like who who gets this is not a contest for blame or anything, right? It's like they lose as a team, right? Because like even their best players contributed to it and they are injured. It's not like it's not like whose fault is it? Like, right? Like that's not what we're when we come on here after a loss, it's it's not what we it's not what it's about. We're we're talking about what happened and I don't think that they look at it like who who are we blaming today in the film room, baby? Because I promise you, when Bam got beat on some back doors today, he's getting his ass cooked as much as Josh is and everybody else. Because again, that's like when if you like actually believe in heat culture, like that's the stuff that you gotta believe in. Because that's what yeah. people that you know, Udonis and Mike Miller have talked about it on their podcast. Like, that's what it's about. So it's not about like who who we blaming today and because that's i just want to clear that up with chat because that's not that kind of show that we want to be we do have fun and we do laugh and we do like kind of rag on players or or talk about like maybe who didn't play great but i just wanted to clarify that one thing i just duncan may played bad may have played bad shooting wise but he still played great off the dribble and setting up bam and he's forever and he's still going to continue being one of the best at doing that on our team so even when he's having a bad game he's going to impact the game in a different way well, the, the thing that stood out to me at, at Bond was how like Duncan is a guy that when his shot wasn't falling, you you know, other than kind of the spacing he provided, you would ask like, what is he doing to like justify staying on the floor? And I think that question has been answered, even though he did not play well today. You know what he provides to you, you know, on the ball. So just I don't know, kind of an interesting uh, thing to notice on, on a bad night. But I did notice I was like, yeah. He probably still should be out there, um, even though he's not playing well. Like you get, you know, you got to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. he does other sure. things. <laughs> yes, I, you don't I agree, think. but yeah. No, I do. I do. I think tonight you could have, you could have saw some more. They're so shorthanded, but it's yeah. not like before where it's like he play bad and then you get the fucking hook. Yeah, and you no. agree. Like that shouldn't be the way that he gets treated nowadays. It's like, yes. yeah, he's earned. He he's does earned other more. Things. Yeah. yeah. Hamish probably deserved a lot more minutes tonight. I think he might be on a minutes restriction. It it just, I mean, he played over 30 minutes. I I think he played around. He played uh, 35. He played 35. Didn't feel like it. He was third. He was third tonight in minutes. I don't know. It's like. It it didn't feel like 35. Frankie has talked about it all season. Spo has an aversion to playing Haywood in the fourth. And it's weird. It's like you, uh, you don't see a lot of Haywood minutes. I mean, he closed today. I mean, I, I, he played a lot. Sure. But I just there. like just patterns. Um, I, I think that he doesn't like a guy that I mean, and I I think you kind of saw at the end that, you know, he's just like he gets a little bit of like frozen in, in headlights on offense. You know, like like, again, that possession I talked about earlier where Tyler kind of passed to him 
and he had a couple like he just cannot and i appreciate the aggression like there was one where he had a take right he takes like one hard dribble and goes to the basket and he just smoked the layup and it's just because he's not that kind of finisher so it's like when you're on the floor you either need to be like very confident that you're gonna like knock down an open shot or like like they they want versatility on the floor so i understand but i i think tonight was a night where you just like fuck it man we're so we just got to defend because we're just getting smoked and kind of is what it is especially especially against the team against okt yeah um go ahead g send us out yeah guys uh that's that's it that's it for that's it for me this week i'll see uh see on wednesday (laughs) who do they play i don't even know do they play on tuesday i have no idea i'm gonna go i'm going to canada tomorrow i will be in montreal hopefully not freezing my ass off you will be i'm gonna be eating and drinking to my heart's content i am so excited montreal is like the foodie capital of canada guys i'm very excited listen i have so many reservations they have like (laughs) three of the top 50 bars in north america guys let's go it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be amazing (laughs) but bon i believe you are hosting Post game on, on Friday. Friday. Who do they play? The Magic. Got Ooh. that shit. I I think that we may have something else on the. I think maybe something else on the weekend. Who knows? We'll see. Play it by ear. But you can expect Bond out here on Friday with Pablo on the production side and and uh, and and mixed bag next Thursday. We had to cancel yesterday yep. because of really bad snowstorm uh, in the in the north in the northeast and north and Midwest. So a lot of people. Um, did not have power and some of the guests had to cancel. So we will be back with mixed bag on Thursday and MHB will resume on Friday with bond. Uh, somebody said, how's my French? Um, no bueno, but it's okay. We'll, <laughs> oh, we'll, man. we'll make it work. <laughs> yeah. I got a text. My, we got a text for one of our reservations and the whole thing was in French. It was like a confirmation. <laughs> and I just, I sent the screen. My friend sent me the screenshot. And I was like, we're so fucked. It's so <laughs> over. Yeah. I'm excited. Love y'all. Deuces. Have a great week. Enjoy. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.